Hello, I'm Lynn Hicks, and this is my daughter, Erica. Welcome to our podcast, The Magical Holistic Healing Arts. What we're going to do is interview different practitioners of many modalities and learn ways to take care of our sacred body vessel in greater health and well-being. And as always, we have our Kangen water, which we are proud distributors of. We like to say it's the magic elixir to our lives. Hydrate your life with the most high-quality water, and you'll have amazing well-being. On today's episode, we have Dr. Lauren Knappen, and she is our go-to holistic healer that has so many modalities, so many fun things to help people really align and ground in themselves. So I'm going to let her take it away. So Dr. Lauren, what magic do you bring to this world? What's your magical art? I love how you worded that because I do think... And I definitely feel that everything that my life has been about is bringing that magic forward that is just life itself. Mm. Because otherwise, you could get caught in the mire and we miss the magic that's actually out there. Um, and somebody reminded me this a couple years ago. They'd been clients for years. And you know, and then life took them in different directions. And I saw them down at the, at the Carversville Inn. And they went, oh my gosh, we haven't seen you in forever. And and I hear you're really steeped in the magic. Ooh. And I was like, oh, nice way to describe this work. Um, and so the magic of it is the loving of everything. If there is a way to demonstrate to people that you can love everything that happens to you, for you, that it, it isn't actually things that happen to us. It's things that happen for us. And how are we going to use it so that we can rise to our highest level of attunement? And in the office, the magic has developed over the years and become the fine art of original medicine. And, um, you know, people don't always know what that means because in the world that we live in, medicine is very science-oriented, particle-oriented, um, contained. And there's value in place in that. And when I go higher than that, which is my gift, is to go pretty high up in perspective and observation deck and be able to bring that spirit back down into living on this earth. I'm really great at helping people cross the bridge because most of them don't know that this exists up there. Yeah. And then when you can do that, and then when you can show somebody that and their eyes sparkle, you're like, Oh, they got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, yeah. So, so original medicine came about because the original piece of it is that whatever came forward for any of us in our lives was the medicine of the heart. And that's the origin of everything. And not the emotional heart that gets caught in that tug of war uh, that loses out on something, but the spiritual heart that recognizes the value in everything. And that's a gorgeous piece in that. Wow. Um, so that anything that happens to any of us at some point in time, it's really for us. And if we can rec if, if we can remind ourselves that even in a time like this, when all of a sudden, you know, we go from hugging in person and like holding one another physically, we now really have to manage that art form of, of hugging spiritually. Wow. And bringing that connection higher and higher so that we really get that. So when I look at the med medicine of the heart, it's like what's coming forward for the individual in that space in that moment that's going to help them love more of themselves, that's going to root out all of those places that are those irritations and splinters that are, that are under our skin. 
Yeah. Don't recognize it until something comes and shakes us. See, this is why you're our favorite. (laughs) (laughs) Everything you're saying is just so beautiful and this is what we need in our world, so. Yeah. You know, the other thing I love about about original medicine is that it allows us to do a multidimensional approach. It allows us to work through the physical body take the lessons of spirit, the lessons of emotion and mind, figure out how to partner with those, how to break them apart, and how to then walk with them on the planet. Yeah. And you know what? I know um, for me, like, even in when I just came out to move here, and knowing that that was a big jump for me, and having that steady support of, like, the song of my heart, because I knew that's where I needed to go, and you supported that with many modalities. So I think that's what's interesting, like original medicine as the song of the heart and then what you find is necessary Mm. because I did many different things, sometimes talking, sometimes ginseng, different um, essences and colors, physical um, chiropractic adjustments. So um, yeah, you're just so beautiful how you put things. Thank you. (laughs) Well, it's been a fun journey doing this, you know, so um, when I look at when I look at that multidimensional approach, we are here on the planet. So we do have to address the physical structure. You know, we have to make that a home worth living in so that the spirit can really express itself, you know, laterally while we're here. And then as we're growing up inside of ourselves and you know, the skill set has developed over time. And so I'm looking at myself and I'm going, okay, I'm, I'm close to 30 years in practice. Um, so the skill set has increased and expanded from what was, uh, you know, mostly acceptable to going, whoa, what's really valuable? You know, and how do I do this? And, and every healing art that I use here in the office has helped me cross my own bridge. So I'm not bringing anything forward for people to use um, that hasn't been important in my own growing, in my own unfolding, ripping off the Band-Aid when I need to, um, grieving and then climbing out of that grief and going, whoa, keep looking up, keep looking higher. And so even if I look at one particular tool, so so I started with chiropractic on the um, sort of professional world, uh, but I've never practiced because some because there's back pain that's why people may cross the threshold because it's acceptable and it's an easy answer to get into my office but as far as I've discovered over the years if you land in my office it has nothing to do with your back hurting Um, it's just a way to cross the (laughs) cross the threshold and then everything else opens up from there I've always seen the spine as that doorway to greater communication that if you are If you have alignment on this physical level, then you can be a better servant of of God's glory. And I don't mean that in a religious aspect. I mean that in how loving can we be in the world? Because if we're at crossroads inside of ourselves and there's lack of communication and lack of understanding, it's really hard to want to open wide. Because we go into that fear, we go into that contraction. And then... How do we find our courage and our bravery? You know, the beauty of that bravery that allows us to unfold and say, okay, I'm going to take that next step. And so when I look at this work, I can do this work with this level of consciousness through the body, 
I can use nutrition to support that. Um, I use all the natural resources that have worked for me over the years to open up the nature within ourselves so we can lean in a little bit more, so we can know ourselves a little bit more. So it can move from plants uh, to spirit to energy and back and forth again. So it's really nice between flower essences and color and um, the energetics of Reiki and Jin Shin or reconnective healing or, or just listening is such a sweet thing. And you're always listening to people. You're, you know, I'm always listening in, in some way, shape, or form. Am I listening to their body? Am I listening to the conversation that's having? Am I listening for those places where they can't voice what they really want to voice? And I'm good at, I'm, I'm pretty good at stopping people in their tracks when they're going off on some, no, 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 no. Let's just say the real thing. Yeah. <laughs> just say it out loud so so it just, it can fly free now. It doesn't have to take up so much space inside of you. So, so what got you on this journey of, I guess, the chiropractic? I and mean, just a short, whatever, like what, yep. just healing yourself or? Well, healing myself for sure. You know, I think all of us have a story of some kind of tragedy or challenge in our families and our upbringings. We all have that. Nobody, nobody is, it, nobody's left out of that little process. <laughs> Nope. Nope, not one of us. Um, I would say from an early age, I was always connected to tone and vibration and nature. Um, never quite fit into the world at large. Um, there are certain parts of me that go, hmm, social distancing, this is perfect for an introvert. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Welcome to my world. <laughs> makes me giggle um so but i was always connected to that i worked on a farm all through high school and college so my hands were always in the dirt so there was always that feeling of the vibration of the earth and then also knowing that somehow i, I felt some connection to source and spirit that um may not have been super acceptable at the time and um you know i had my college experience it was curious and funny um and then somewhere along the way, when I was growing up, my mom got diagnosed with multiple sclerosis, which she still has and, you know, works with to this day. Um, and in those early days when she had it, I think, you know, I was like, what, 13, 14, somewhere in there. She was already trying to search for other ways of taking care of herself. So when I was 17, um, I took my first Reiki class and... Uh, you know, way back then, it was the first wave of Reiki coming to the East Coast, and in the early 80s, late late 70s, early 80s. Um, so I got that, um, I, I did that first class, and then I went off to school, and it, it made so much sense to me. And then I went off to school, and in a couple of years, I did level two, and had my college experience. And somewhere in my college experience, my chiropractor said, well, why don't you be a chiropractor? And I was like, well... Okay. <laughs> and at the time, it was because I didn't have any other idea of what I wanted to do. I'd already been using flower essences at that point um, to help heal and, and support me through emotional challenges growing up that were quite disturbing. Uh, so I would say pretty much any tool in the office that I use now has saved my life in some way, shape, or form. You know, or saved me from myself 
and the bad habits that I could have adopted from um, what I witnessed around me. We'll put it that way. Um, so, yeah, I ended up saying, okay, I think I'll go to chiropractic school. That's a good idea. Except I walked into chiropractic school and I immediately I got in the doors and there was a sign there that said chiropractic was about uniting man the physical with man the spiritual. And I went, oh, oh, I'm in the right place. <laughs> I'm totally in the right place. Yeah. Because that connection, there's there, really when I when I settle into my heart and spirit, that's that's my service is to the world. That's my ministry to the world is to help you reconnect to that place, anchor that in, get stronger and claiming it step by step. Because especially in a time of crisis that really has the whole world uh, turned upside down, that's the place you need to be the strongest. Yeah. To know that this is a moment in time. This is a moment in time. It's not the only moment. So that's my little journey with, uh, and everything else has come in along the way. Um, you know, there's lots of healing arts. There's lots of beautiful ways to, to bring forward that interconnection. The ones I have here are just an intuitive space for me. Great. So um, people can find you online or like, is there a situation or anything in common that, I mean, we know everyone should go to you. Yeah. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you. <laughs> but, you know, that maybe, you know, is there a particular scene that draws people in other than they just go through the threshold or? Um... So they can find me online. So so I do have the website, uh, drlaurennappin.com. Um, they can also email, email me at at gmail. Um, the office phone number, all of that is on the website. Um, that's a great way to make contact. Um, and, uh, you know, there's all different ways to cross the threshold, right? So there's lots of ways to do ministerial counseling and, and that sort of process online, on Skype, on Zoom. Um, the office is still open a couple days a week for people who are okay with physical, physical contact and connection. Um, and yeah, any other creative way we can do it. I do a lot of distance healing for people that starts on the phone, uh, by calling in the light and being present to what's going on. And, and then the person can find a nice comfortable place to relax in. And then I will get, I will get to, um, the connection right after that and do the, the remote healing, which is a, which is a yummy way to work with people um, because you're really you're really going into those etheric layers, those spiritual layers that really will source and strengthen the physical body. So social distancing is, you're still thriving, it sounds. <laughs> as much as the universe will have that and accepting that, that this is one of those opportune moments um, I, I feel like it's a total opportunity for all of us to really figure out what it is we need when we're taking care of ourselves. So that that fear, you know, we can partner with fear for a moment because it helps us take a step back. It's an opportunity to not let fear stand in front of us and lead the way. Yeah. And so to have that new relationship, because everybody's going to be a little bit different with it. Uh, there are some people who are uh, 
you know, will only want to pick up their immune support supplementations, you know, on the chair outside the office. There are others I can ship it to. And there are others who come in and, and are just fine standing there and chatting for a few minutes. And, um, you know, so it, it's accepting whatever somebody wants when they need that and how, you know, really just loving them for how they're coming to terms with it in their own life. Yeah. And you know, what I really love about working with you is that um, you give us that it's, it's our work. So we're mm. blessed to have like a hand holding in our empowerment because thank you. I mean, it's been a joy to, to hold for you guys all these years. And I, I do, I, I feel so blessed that others allow me to do this work with them because it's very tender. It's very intimate. Um, and if, and on the other side of intimacy, you know, as you rise from that is just the shared laughter, you know, because there's joy. Once we get through that, that fear of, of intimacy, of really allowing somebody to see what we, what we think is our most tragic or worst fear, that, that, that common bridge allows us to really just move into loving and laughing pretty quickly. Yeah. I always find that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, and it's not, you know. Um, it's not like your classical counseling, you know, no. when you go in. Well, I like the word listening. She yeah. listens and then does her. Yeah. And it, there's Magic. a, there's a full shift, uh, transformation, turnaround, clearing, you know, there's so many names. Yeah. Like you don't, you come out of a session a new perspective of yourself and maybe a little more flowered it feels yeah did you say that yeah, yeah. um well, I do and say, i want to bring that it. difference from like someone going to a counselor on a steady basis mm -hmm. that maybe most of us are familiar with or have heard or done that it's it's all levels you know mm -hmm. i mean since mm -hmm. we both and i want to make that clear to somebody that when they interact with you there is an immediate magic <laughs> I, I agree and it feels magical to me too yeah. like there's something magical for my heart as well it, it is it's just a beautiful thing there's a wonderful phrase uh, that, that the flowering of light is our destiny and it's so so true and I and I would say the only you know, the only reason why this can work this way in here is because I am surrendered that the light is what's doing this work with us. That that, that that Holy Spirit, whatever anybody wants to call it, you know, surrendering any ego, surrendering all that stuff so that it can come through and work its magic because that's really where the magic is at. And the rest are just tools that can come in you know, somebody can go home with color. They can go home with flower power. They can go home with those vibrations that will um, help them develop that new habit of holding that higher vibration. Would be, yeah, yummy. Yummy. Yes, yummy. Yummy. Yummy, yummy. is the word. <laughs> yeah, it's the word for the day, yes. <laughs> Is there anything else that you think we need? I just, I think because uh, these may, will be on YouTube. Can we see some colors? Can you kind yes, of Yes, I'm going to get up. Yeah, that's okay. 
Okay, so let's see. Let's, yes. Now let's. I'm gonna have to leave the room and come back. Okay. Yes. Can you share? Yeah, because collars are so delicious. Yeah, they really are. Okay, hold that thought. All right. Great. <laughs> so here, these are the colors, right? So no directive other than going. Who wants to come out and play right now? Yeah. Yeah. Who wants to make themselves useful? So, you know, here we look at this wonderful. Can you see it that way? Yeah. Yep, okay. So this is pale pink over pale pink. This is the ultimate and the highest register of self-acceptance. This is when we're really learning that place of loving ourselves, of accepting ourselves, of taking that compassion that we, we will figure out how to give to others and bringing it back around so that we're our own reflection for ourselves. Right, and if you think about pink, um, such a lovely yummy color. Yummy is my favorite word today. Um, it's red that has more light to it, and red is all about our awakening. It's all it's our anger, it's our resistance, it's our our frustration to being held back, to being stopped. You know, if we imagine how many millions of people worldwide are irritated you know, at being held back, at being stopped in their tracks, at having to rework something, of um, being told that we're in quarantine. And um, I like the word sanctuary better because that's, that's going, okay, I accept this. I accept that I'm, I'm home, I'm inward. You know, so, so red is that awakening. It's that reckoning with ourselves. And when you do it, when you add more light to it, which makes it pink, you then have that self-acceptance, that awakening at higher levels of loving yourself. Mm. So yummy. So that's the first one that wanted to come out. <laughs> the second one that wanted to come out. I think I've is, had that one maybe. <laughs> is this violet over gold. Mm. And violet over gold is yummy, yummy. Gold, any color in the bottom of a bottle has to do with what's in the unconscious, what's in those layers that we're not necessarily connected with because we're so busy outside. And, and gold is remembering who we are, our wisdom. Taking that wisdom and the top color is about how we, what we show the world with that wisdom. And if we're really in touch with that wisdom piece inside of us, it can be transformative in the world. We can use it to take great action. And when you look at violet, that wonderful color of violet, it's that combination of blue and red. If you're awakening to the blue of the divine, huge things can happen. Huge. Right? So then we go, okay, well, we're going to love ourselves first. We're going to remember to love ourselves. We're going to remember that we have wisdom and, and that we can use that as a transformative process. The next color that came out was this lovely bug. This is turquoise and green. This is the transcendent spiritual heart. Green is that place where, you know, in your heart chakra, as it's applied to that, you know, it's assigned that role in our, in our, in our color bodies. It's all about space and timing and discernment and breathing room, really giving ourselves breathing room. And when we take that breathing room, that we have, we have access to deep inside, it brings us, we can use that with the turquoise, which is all about the collective consciousness, the transcendental heart. And we can go out for the greater good. 
We can take our spiritual heart connected to the transcendental heart and wow, powerful things happen. Yummy. I'm watching Erica's eyes. Yeah. She's like, woo! <laughs> yep. And then you do all of that yummy work and the last bottle of what we bring forward for ourselves today. Yes, this, this is um, pale blue. Early, yes, over pale green. This is the beauty of the garden of your heart. So at higher levels, at more etheric levels, you're looking at that same process of going into your spirit and letting that, that garden of your spirit really be the place where you, you live from. And what's interesting, this bottle is actually, the, the bottle number for it is bottle 101, mm -hmm. and that comes down to a two, and two is all about partnership. So a partnership with yourself, partnership with the divine inside of you, partnership with how God moves through you. Really allowing your will, God's will, to come into a, 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 heart, -spoken, a, a heart spoken space inside of you that you share with the world. Which is what you guys are actually doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. That was for you guys. Oh, thank you. Yay. <laughs> well, and so you do these color sessions. What do you, do you call them? You know, <laughs> the bottles are part of the Aristoma uh, line of work. Um, and, you know, I don't know what to call my sessions. My, I call my sessions certainty sessions when I do spiritual counseling. And whatever comes forward in that session, some of it might be color, some of it might be flower essences, but there's always a way to bring a context for people um, to see what's unfolding for themselves, what they're drawing to themselves, what they're going to share with the world. Because ultimately, we're supposed to share ourselves with the world. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the certainty session... Um, even if people come in for nutrition, you know, they say, okay, I want to get my nutrition checked. I think we spend five minutes on nutrition and, and the other, you know, 45 minutes is, is this needing to unfold what's happening for themselves. Is there anything else you want to leave or say before we end this episode? Mm -hmm. I think what I'd love to leave people with is the reminder to to really take the time to breathe, you know, to breathe in that trust, you know, because if we if we walk through uh, these coming days with um, the energetics of fear and even low levels of panic, we, we siphon off our ability to trust because we decrease our breathing. And so in that space to just really consciously make sure they're breathing and in that breathing, what moves through that inspiration and expiration is loving. And everything happens under God. So somehow all of this is in perfect timing and in perfect order. That's how I would leave it. Beautiful. That's the perfect oh, ending. I love you. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. And yes. Yes. we'll see you next time. Wow, that was a great episode. Oh my goodness. So amazing. Truly felt like we had our own mini healing session with Dr. Lauren. She brought the colors out, which were definitely a collective feel of understanding. 
Yeah, a little, um, a really positive way to look at the fear and look at the different things that we're actually learning in this time. We have a collective fear, but often we all have our own little fears as we're moving through life. Um, and I just loved that she did kind of like a group healing with those colors. Yeah, and if you are listening to our podcast, head to our YouTube page to really see what these colors are that we're talking about because you definitely need one on your dresser to use every day. They are magic. And they're so beautiful. They're just yummy as her word Yummy, was. yes. And the way she said sanctuary instead of quarantine really stuck true for me. I'm going to start saying that. Yeah. Because as we say the words, that's how we feel. And so when we use the word sanctuary instead of quarantine, it makes us feel safer. It makes us feel inside makes us feel at home rather than, yeah, in that fear and uncertainty, so. Yeah, and realizing like we can take this as a sanctuary. Mm -hmm. When you think of that as a retreat, um, it just has such a healing vibe that we're taking time for ourselves, which is something that none of us really are good at and are learning Mm -hmm. um, constantly to do. Exactly. So yeah, her information is available um, in the show notes, Dr. Lauren Knappen, so Definitely see if this If you're resonated. feeling called, yeah, to get in touch with her, get healed, or just talk or whatever, she is a great healer, a practitioner for you to reach out to. She is our go-to lady. So, And she does everyone because she's done my mom, myself, Lauren, my sister, her children, boys, girls, husbands. Um, yeah, she just has an incredible, why we call her our magic healer. Yes, yes. So if you love this episode, share it with your friends, leave us a comment, like below. If you have any questions about anything, share it with us. And we'd love to hear if the episode helped you in any way. Maybe some struggle or some barrier blockage that you're working through maybe helped. We'd love to hear it. We're all about the healing arts. And again, the show notes down below has all our information, has all of Dr. Lawrence's information if you need anything. So thanks for joining us, and we'll see you guys next episode.